tired. Hey, you sound a bit tired. And by the way, welcome to What Happened to Us with Nate, Sam, and Hugh. Hopefully Sam will join us. We are throwing curveballs to that woman every week, changing times and locations of it's, recording. So I'm adjusting my camera as if you can see me. Yeah, so I appreciate that. <laughs> maybe, maybe it'll pop in. So. Uh, yeah, I have not slept in. I imagine... So, uh, 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 Bill had his hip, hip replaced right. last week, uh, last Thursday, which, uh, should be old hat for us at this point. Cause this is our fourth. Um, I have a punch card. So if you need a fifth, I believe we'll get a deal and we don't, well, I mean, I might use that in the 10 to 15 years when the new one ends up required, but, um, yeah. It's interesting to see this, because uh, I was not around for his first hip replacement. I was in L.A. Right. Uh, it's interesting to see this from the, you know, to use a sports analogy, from the other sideline or from the dugout, other dugout, if you will. Uh, but it's also, you know, it's different than mine because he's 87. I'm, I might be mental, you know, I might be physically 87 in most ways, but not actually. Right. Um, yeah. So he's 87 also with a, uh, who's had major you know, quadruple bypass surgery uh, in the last two years, which um, that's the most bypasses I believe you can get. I don't, have you ever heard of a quintuple bypass? I don't believe I have. I have. not. And I don't know if that's, that could work. Well, I guess uh, Dick Cheney yeah. had that. Well, Dick Cheney had the thing where he, he didn't, he had like an, uh, an external. He doesn't have a heart anymore. Essentially it's an external. He's well, no, I dead. think they fixed that so he has a pulse again. Oh. I, didn't he have a transplant? I think I want to say he might have had a transplant. I think he has a robotic heart, if I'm being honest with you. Well, he did. For the longest time, he had a machine. Yeah, he had an external machine that was, would pump blood for him, which was – that was the running joke is that um, uh, because of that, he didn't have a pulse, which – uh, so, you know, the jokes of Dick Cheney not having a heart or having a pulse, you, you know, you can run with those jokes. Yeah. Uh, but you know, it so Bill had his quadruple, and and they told him at the time that he he needed to uh, want to have one of the valves replaced, which he just really never got around to do. They couldn't do it at the same time as his bypass. Yeah, because, I don't think. Um, yeah, it wouldn't be the wisest you, you of choices. Want to put somebody. On, yeah, you don't want to put somebody under at his age under anesthesia. Uh, but that was like three years ago, and so he should have done it this whole time, but he didn't. Mm. So getting getting the getting the okay for the surgery was jumping through a lot of hoops. Uh, he got, uh, he, he got the okay from, you know, cause 87 years old. Uh, the thing I, I always looked at it though, is that Prince Philip got one at 96. Right. Obviously Prince Philip had, you know, the best care you could probably possibly imagine, but 96 years old, uh, he, he had, you know, nine years on bill. Um, but, uh, yeah, so he, he got, so dad had to go all through all these tests, got cleared by all his cardiologists, everybody. We're in the pre-operation room. He's already in his gown. He's already hooked up to the IVs. He's hooked up to everything. The anesthesia the anesthesiologist comes in then and decides to say, I'm not really comfortable doing this surgery today. Why they waited till then uh, is bizarre. Mm. Uh, and... And at that point, Bill was like, "No, I'm not leaving this hospital with this hip. I am, I am, I am leaving this hospital with a new hip." Uh, so he had to sign these like consent forms because I guess anesthesiologists—they're the ones that are kind of on the hook for um, for things. Like if something were to go wrong, they don't—you don't generally blame the orthopedic surgeon doing the hip. You blame the person who you know put them under. That's got to be a hard job. I, I I can't imagine if 
you know, I, my path was originally going to be medicine. That is not a job I would want. Although I imagine anesthesiologists get paid a lot of money because that job is very hard. Mm. Uh, yeah, you don't, but, the insurance for anesthesiologists is Oh, crazy. God, the malpractice insurance must be insane for yeah. them. Uh, so I understand that they're very hesitant. Uh, but yeah, so, you know, his, his recovery has been slower. Uh, but essentially, now that he's home, uh, I equate it to, and I know you, you skipped this step, Hugh, but Sam would appreciate it. And I know a number of listeners would. I feel like it's having a newborn. This is what a newborn is like, where I'm essentially on call 20. Like, he's been home for three days. And I don't think I've slept because he's just, you know, all through the night, it's getting, it's getting pills. It's, it's helping him move around in the bed because it's, I, I know that I know for a fact how painful it is. So I understand. Right. But it's like, you know, it, but in, it's, a, it's having a newborn, but instead of the crying that you would, you know, using crying to, to know that you have to get up to do something, I'm getting phone, a phone call mm. in the middle of the night. Uh, so it's been a lot. It's been a lot. Luckily, um, whereas I had to go to outpatient rehab a few days a week, and I don't know if you can picture how, with a fake hip having to get in and out of a car uh, that often it was not fun. But for him, they're sending like a nurse. They send a nurse and physical therapist to the house. So that's convenient. But anyway, that, that that's why I'm 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 very very. You sound a little uh, down, like yeah. energy wise. So you're not bringing the the quite the A game, but that makes that makes complete I, sense. Yeah, this is the this is the this is maybe the C game. Hmm. But uh, it's better than last week when there was no, no game. game. Yeah, yeah, we've uh, uh, yeah we've been missing weeks more often than not. it's the holiday season it's i don't think True. anybody expects new things during the holiday season uh i guess since we when since we did we're not here last week how was your new year's did you do anything uh new year's now, I, now, I, I fully i fully understand and i get this has been going around the joke that um i don't know how you feel about it but everybody's been using larry david as a benchmark about how long after new year's you're allowed to wish somebody a happy new year i think it's until you um, see them yeah but where does the line end because th th this was a joke on curb where larry david says he does not accept somebody telling him uh, wishing him a happy new year after january 3rd mm. which seems like a fair request i feel like it should be a little bit longer it's it's completely subjective it's like the whole thing about like how soon after a show airs is it become a spoiler right you know like like obviously everybody agrees if a show air if game of thrones airs sunday night and you can't talk about it monday that's a spoiler that's fair yeah but like how many days are you before you're allowed to um i usually give it two weeks for a TV Same with the movie, show. not just a TV show. A movie applies to. Yeah, but with um, movies, I, I give a little bit more leeway these days. A because I haven't seen those movies, and I'm like, you and I are two of the same uh, when it comes down to that. When uh, if you do hear a spoiler, it's not going to ruin the movie for you. In fact, I would go so far as to say, especially if it's a movie I was not particularly interested in, but a movie that I've heard has like a crazy ending. Like, um, you know, M. Night, I haven't seen an M. Night Shyamalan movie in many, many years. I'm trying to think of the last one I actually saw. Hmm. Uh, but, you know, he's still he's still doing that trick ending thing. So, like, he did that one at, like, last year or the year before where it was the people that were aging super fast on the beach. Don't Old. recall the name of the movie. Old. There you go. Uh, where I looked up, I'm like, huh, how did this one end? Because I'm curious. Um, 
So I'll do that. And I don't mind having a spoil. I totally knew Sixth Sense. I knew what, what, honestly, going in to see the Sixth Sense in the theater, already having known what the, what the twist was, was almost more fun for me because I got to look around and see the genuine reactions of everybody else, which to me is more, is almost more fun than me having the genuine reaction. Like, I don't, nothing. I laugh at that one because I was like, someone told me like, he's dead. That, that was what I was given. That was the spoiler I was given. I hadn't seen the movie. It had been out for over a year. And I was like, it took me, even then I was just like, I kind of was just in the movie. And then when like, cause I completely forgot about the spoiler I was given. And I was like, Oh, I didn't. That's what he meant by he's dead. I thought the kid was dead. Yeah. Okay. That well, that's that actually almost puts you more on edge because you know something's going to happen, but you don't know when or to whom. Exactly. So, so that's actually interesting. So that's actually an interesting way to do it. Uh, but and it's you, so I I looked at and I just use Sixth Sense as an example because honestly, can you think of a more of a movie that when somebody says twist ending, there I mean there there obviously are movies that long before Sixth Sense that are in ones that are probably far more famous. But like for our generation, I feel like you say tri- twist ending, you think six. Well, you not just that. It's just you also think about the constant attempts to capture that by M Night. Oh yeah, he, All, he cannot recapture what he did in that film, and that's he's just got to let it go when it comes down to it. The end. Yeah, of the he that's that's he came out of the box too 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 hard. Um, he did, you're right. Like with the, uh, like, I believe his next fault was his next follow up. Um, it was the, either uh, signs or, uh, it was, no, it was, it was, I believe it was the, um, what was the one with Bruce Willis? Uh, uh the unbreakable. Superhero. I think unbreakable. Might but that was a second. good movie I, though. And I think signs was the third unbreakable did have the twist spoiler alert. If you haven't seen it, uh, that he is in fact a superhero. Like that was the whole thing throughout the movie. You're like, is he, or is he just super lucky? And it turned out, yes, he's a superhero. And then the science one wasn't necessarily a spoiler so much is that it everything tied together at the end. Like they were doing all that weird stuff throughout the movie. Like why is the daughter leaving glass uh, glasses of water everywhere? Hmm. And like they kept making a point of like um, uh, uh, Joaquin Phoenix's bat that was hanging on the wall. So like all these things came, although it's still, God damn it, it makes no sense that the aliens would attack. Aliens who are destroyed or are like hydrophobic like they are destroyed by water yep. why are they attacking a planet that is clearly from space two-thirds water that made no sense um but yeah so that was the point of that so yeah but was... yeah he, he he kept going like the the village had that twi- we're just going in through and spoiling all in night Shyamalan movies the village had the big twist at the end that it actually was modern times yep and that like they were just keeping this this weird village in the in the middle of the woods um yeah, I don't even know why we're how we get got down this path. Um, oh, just spoiling, just spoilers. spoilers. Yeah. And actually, it actually started with uh, wishing you a happy new year. Yeah, that, it, talk about a segue there. Uh, that's a rabbit hole yeah. of uh, weirdness. Yeah. Well, to 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 get back, did you watch the? Uh, and this is sticking on the film thing. I I don't know if we even want to circle back. I, I happy new year. Happy how, new how year. we do that? Happy new year, Hugh. Yeah, happy new year. Uh, did Did you watch the Golden Globes the other night? I did not watch the Golden Globes. I didn't even know the Golden Globes were happening the other night. You know what? It's funny you say that. I didn't know the Golden Globes were happening until like the day of. Did the Emmys happen the same weekend? Okay, no, this is what's happening. And and granted, it's everything got everything got fucked because of the um, strikes. Mm, Uh, So so generally speaking, not generally, always the the. Oh, hey, Sam. How are you? Hey! 
How's it going? Good timing. Good. Yeah. So Excellent. we were just about to get into the uh, the Golden Globes and Emmys. Did, and what when did, happened? What happened when? Did you watch the Globes, Sam? I did most of them, not like every category. I was making dinner. I um, yeah, yeah. I watched it in the same way I watch most things. Is that I looked for? I just watched viral stuff the next day. Uh, not a ton of. You're viral such a millennial. Stuff. I am. I am. Well, I used to watch them. Well, I used to work them religiously, but I, I, so I, I watched them. But uh, I just don't care that much anymore, especially since I haven't seen any of the movies. Uh, I did, unfortunately. Well, I mean, you're lame. I am. Yeah. No, I'm lazy. I'm lame and, <laughs> lame and lazy. Well, that's not fair, I actually. You're lazy. You're lame. You just don't watch stuff. I mean, I saw, stuff. I saw Barbie, um, which okay. won, which was kind of shut. It was not completely shut out, but it didn't win much. Uh, it won that new award that they're doing. They they're like handing out a box office award, like which yeah, I guess. I think that they just they want to do that to get more people to watch it because you know, um, all the like independent whatever whatever type of films are always getting nominated. So I think that's why. But also I think they just wanted to do it so Taylor Swift could, could be there. That too. That too. And that that. Um... That turned into the the seemingly the most newsworthy things that happened was the the uh, well I the, I don't have opinions one way or the other about Joe Coy the comedian uh, I but I it it seemed according to the I I did see his monologue and it seemed co- according to the reaction online that he bombed like pe- folks were not a fan um, which that you know hosting a show is such a no-win situation i don't know why anybody would want to host an award show well he only had like 10 days to prep yeah they did that they did do that which seemed very unfair but he also he he used that as a crutch like he when a lot of his his jokes bombed he blamed the writers and basically said hey i only got this job 10 days ago uh, that this is my writer's fault which is probably not something he should have done that's the worst thing that he did was just take throw the blame on his writers like, yeah, you know, own well, up to I it. mean, there are writers and there's some like I, the thing is, like, I just don't know what the process was. Right. Like you give like Ricky Gervais, he probably writes all of his own jokes. It's obvious that he writes his own jokes. Oh, yeah. Um, but this was probably way more collaborative and or probably more than, you know, we don't know the, 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 the writer's room or whatever. Like maybe he pitched a ton of jokes and they said no. And we're going with this. We want to be safe. Mm. We want to be X, Y and Z. Because the thing is, Ricky Gervais can offend people because he's Ricky yeah. Gervais. So Tina Fey, Amy Poehler could say stuff about George Clooney. And that's fine. Yeah. But Joe Coy can't go in there. He doesn't have the legs to make fun of anybody, really. That's why, I, like, I think it's great from a diversity perspective that they chose him. He's funny. He's a comedian. But he's not, like, A-list no. like any of those people. Well, they did last year. Was it last year or the, the year before? It must have been the year before because I don't think they had the Globes last year, did they? Um, the When uh, Jared Carmichael hosted, and a lot of people didn't know who he was. But he did well, and he probably helped his career being like, I – People went in being like, I had never heard of this guy. Went out being like, ah, this guy was funny. But yeah, Gervais, Gervais, yeah. Was, Gervais was great because he, he just did not give a shit. He was drinking beer on stage and making fun of people. which to Well, and he for, also doesn't care about, like, if if he makes fun of Mel Gibson, he doesn't care if Mel Gibson's mad at him. Nobody no, cares. No. Nothing, nothing bad happens to Ricky Gervais's career because guess what? He, like, still tours. And he still has a Netflix special or whatever. Like he only really just needs to suck up to, to Ted Sarandos or whatever, the guy from mm. Netflix. That's mm. it. But he could also, in theory, just release his own comedy special on his own and still do fine. 
Joe Coy doesn't have that. He's no. not that caliber yet. So I just don't know, like, if they wanted to just play it, the writers just wanted to play it safe and do all the, like, recycled jokes that everyone's been talking about. You know what I mean? So it's, like, I, I, I feel bad for him. I don't blame him. Like, I think it's a good opportunity for him. I just think that, like, maybe if they had more time, which the thing is, they've planned this award show a long time ago why they couldn't find a host until 10 days before is beyond me so i don't know yeah, maybe it's strike related maybe i don't know well, i mean definitely that's writers strike well, yeah, but, yeah. So. That's, no, but, um, strike, but they should have people in mind already you know what i mean oh like, yeah yeah, it, um, I don't know. Well, and this year was totally crazy because, you know, it, it it switched networks, which, you know, it has been on NBC forever and now it's on CBS. Yep. But also the H, it's the uh, Hollywood Foreign Press Association is not really in charge anymore like they used to be because they kind of got canceled, which deservedly so. Um, but yeah, no, the, 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 the thing that was funny about the Globes is always because it always has been like the monologue was the, you know, insulting or making jokes about people in the audience. And then you they do those fun cut, you know, camera shots at the people that were being made fun of. And usually they're good sports. But um, this time, because his jokes were bombing, they were not like he, you know, he made a joke about Barbie being just about a plastic woman with large breasts. And then they showed Ryan Gosling and Ryan Gosling looked like he was going to run up on stage and beat the shit out of Joe Coy. Then he made the joke about Taylor Swift saying this would be this wouldn't be like NFL games where they're going to keep cutting to Taylor Swift. And then they cut to Taylor Swift and she just looked pissed. Uh, so it didn't it didn't go well for him. Uh yeah, but I think that, like, uh, the way that I saw it was that Taylor Swift was just playing into it, and people just don't understand. Like, she's a pretty funny person. I think she did that on purpose for funsies, yeah, no, but, you know, yeah, I don't know. Be. It could, no, you're, it could have been. It could have been. Uh the uh, I the I didn't want the I did watch the first part of the show and I did see the like I think Robert Downey Jr. may have won the very first award and he was great because it's funny that that um, people are kind of just realizing that he is Tony Stark like they have the exact like the Tony Stark character is Robert Downey Jr. like he get, he went up and gave his speech and it might as well have been Tony Stark talking which was funny like his speech was great I'm glad I hope he wins an Oscar because it's shocking to me that he has never won an Oscar before. Um, or I don't well, he did he, take a little, he took a hiatus for he took a, a break. He took a break, but he was, I mean, <laughs> you, you go back and watch Chaplin. He was so good in Chaplin. He was nominated. Yeah. He just, he just didn't win. Um, well, I think that like he suffers from like people in the industry that didn't take him seriously for the longest time. Yeah, no, that's fair. Cause even, even before the, the, uh, legal issues and the drug issues and all that, he was more known for comedies. Like he was in all the, you know, he was never officially a member of the Brat Pack, but he was still part, like he was still in many John Hughes movies. Um, uh, Weekend at Bernie's? Uh, was he in Weekend at Bernie's? I thought so. No. No, no, that was Jonathan Silverman and Andrew McCarthy. Yeah, that was Jonathan but, Silverman. But he was in, he was in Weird Science. He was like one of the two bullies. Yeah. Uh, he was in, he's been in a couple of them. Uh, he always played, he always in the eighties always played like the funny sidekick. He like, he was never, he didn't star in that many, like even in less than zero where he also played himself. Um, yeah. it that was not a funny movie, but he was sort of a, the funny part of it. Uh, really? I mean, that movie was bad. No, it was, it was, bad. It was bad. no, it was, you're right. You're absolutely right. I mean, that was he had funny parts to it. Early. Yeah, but but like you'd be laughing at. I mean, that's like laughing at somebody playing drunk. Like it's not really funny. Uh, 
but you know, I mean, hell, he's he's on what the third or fourth act of his career, and he's he's doing pretty well. I'd like say- they they talk. I mean, they to this day they talk about how John Favreau really had to fight for him to get cast as Iron Man because he was uninsurable. Uh, and look how that worked out. That worked out pretty well for them. Well, I mean, he got a second chance, and that's all. That's all yeah. some people need, you know. Like, well, I, I, his second chance, I think, was was Ally McBeal. Remember, he was on yeah. Ally McBeal, and he was great on Ally McBeal, and that was like his big comeback. And then he got arrested again and went to prison for a little bit, and then he lost that second act. And then obviously he came. He did have stuff pre Iron Man. I think Kiss Kiss Bang Bang that was, was about before it. Iron Man. But that and that was yeah, fantastic. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang was great. Yeah, so like he did stuff. And he's done some stuff since, like outside of Marvel, but he's kind of fallen into that problem with a lot of Marvel. Act. Like I saw somebody talking about recently, and it didn't really occur to me about how much Tom Holland's career is struggling because he can't really do anything outside of Spider-Man. Um, even though he's a great actor, he just hasn't had anything that's stuck. Like a lot of those Marvel actors were, were stars before. Like Scarlett Johansson's not going to be forever known as Black Widow because she was she was famous before, but Tom Holland wasn't. Yeah, that's the problem when you get like chosen for a major role. Yeah, because like even like I love yeah. Andrew Garfield in Social Network and stuff, and but like he still he does a lot of theater, so good for him. But like he hasn't done anything major besides that one um, documentary, like not documentary, but that life story about the guy that wrote Rent. Um, yeah, yeah, tick, tick, boom, boom. Which or is tick, like tick, super tick, tick, I'm confusing with Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. I think it was called yeah. Tick Tick Boom. But yeah, yeah, no, no, he's a, you're right. He's a great actor, and he was yeah, he was somewhat known pre Spider Man. Same with Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire was a known actor before Spider Man, but I think all, most people just associate him with Spider Man. Um, but yeah, like I'm trying to think of other actors in the Marvel universe who that's pretty much the first thing they did. So now that they're having trouble, like Chris Evans is Chris Evans has gotten out of it. Like he was awesome in, in Knives Out, but a lot of people just still see him as Captain America. Oh. Like, no, he was in a scary. Wasn't he in scary? Like he was in a. Lot no, of he was not. He was in none other, none other teen movie. Not a teen movie. There yeah. you go. Yeah, he was. You also, know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, he was also in that movie that I actually really enjoyed. The perfect score about the kids cheating on the SATs. Oh, I actually wow. thought that yeah. was a, there you that, go. that was a, that was a pretty good uh, movie. Underrated superhero movie. Push was my favorite of his. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that was good. That was good. It, I, I love. Hey, I love seeing Nicolas Cage getting nominated this year. That was great. I didn't did not see the movie he was nominated for. Was uh, it the uh, when he, him and Pedro Pascal? No, no, it wasn't the one where he played himself. It was another one that I'd never heard. He's doing it. He, you know, he's doing the Nick Cage thing where he does like five movies a year. But a lot. But unlike like you know Bruce Willis, who was just. I mean, obviously we know now why Bruce Willis was doing the paycheck movies. Um, and Nicolas Cage is doing the paycheck movies because I don't know how his finances look these days, but he does a lot of movies. But like half of the movies he does are like these indie movies that I can't imagine he's even getting, even getting paid very much for. Uh, like the one I where think, I don't think he's getting paid a ton comparatively, but he gets paid enough. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? probably. But he's he's doing these crazy movies like that one where he was like avenging the death of he had like was a. He had a pig that sniffed out truffles, and then he was avenging avenging the death of his pig. Like he does some weird ass movies, but that half of them, amazing. but half of them get <laughs> such great reviews. People are like, "This movie should be in. This movie should be bad." But Nicolas Cage is so insane that this actually turned out to be a very good movie. And I feel like this one he got nominated for is one of those. Um, but uh, yeah, so, but yeah, I don't. I you know I don't. I didn't see. I I've. 
watch Maestro. It, you know, it's on Netflix, so I can watch it at home. But uh, I just don't. I, I didn't, haven't watched it yet. I don't, see, I don't see any of them. Sometimes the the Oscar nominated films aren't movies. You're like, ooh, I'm ex- ecstatic to watch it. It's like you know, it's going to be a good movie. It's just like you know, it's also going to have like an emotional roller coaster that sometimes you're just not vibing with at that moment, especially when it's on at your own leisure. You know? Well, that's I, I actually just saw a quote yesterday from Willem Dafoe where he basically said that very thing. He's like, he basically acknowledged, he's like, yeah, a lot of people are only going to see my movie in the theater because when they go home at night to like their significant other to their families and they want to stream something, they want to watch something stupid and fun. Yeah. And Willem Dafoe's like, my movies are not that. So he totally understands that a lot of people don't watch his movies. Well, Willem Dafoe has the, the power now to be like that. He's done enough where yeah. his... You know, it's the same thing with uh, you'd, you'd be surprised. Ed Harris, you know, great filmmaker, um, good storyteller in my opinion. Uh, Ed, Ed Harris or Ed Burns? Ed Her- Harris, not Ed Burns. Okay. Ed Burns got his own skill set. It's yeah. just not Ed Harris level in my opinion. Yeah, like he's uh, Ed Harris has Oscar quality filmmaking storytelling. Yeah. Um, Burns Burns also married well. He's fine. Yeah, he did. He did. Uh, but I just say this. Uh, he has issues funding his movies because people know what it is. It's it's a passion project. It is not exactly uh, box office gold, as they would say. You know, Appaloosa was like most people would know, like was probably his best film that he's made, like as a director. And he's got another one right now where I'm like, it, I've read it. It read fantastic. I can't remember the name of the movie. It has to do with a a killer up in Montana, I believe, or Idaho, one of those states. And it is just is sitting there waiting to be made and get funded. And he he has issues getting funding. And that, to me, is shocking. But that's mm-hmm. where the industry's at. Well, the now. problem is, is that there's no, I mean, the only good thing that came out of, of Harvey Weinstein or in the Weinstein Company is that they, like, were big indie film people. Absolutely. And don't get me wrong, like A24, Neon, all those all these smaller ones are doing great, but we're but the the indie renaissance from the 90s like doesn't exist anymore. No. Like it's really a shame because it, even even if you think about like not even like non-indie movies, but even like lower budget like um movies that studios would turn out like all the 80s like teen comedies. Mm-hmm that you see that don't exist anymore unless like Netflix makes it like all those didn't cost that much to make, mm-hmm. but it made them out and they still made them. None of those exists anymore. Like they're all like made into TV shows or like they're streaming and they kind of get buried or whatever and they don't get a proper release or, or whatever, which is a shame because can you imagine if clueless came out and it was just streaming? Like nobody, like people would watch it, but like, I don't know. I don't, I don't think it would have been like a, a big, cultural phenomenon because you need the press you need the pr they did a big push people watched it you know it became a thing and then it came out on video and it became had a new life on video like that just doesn't really exist anymore like it's still on like maestro like if you went and saw it it's great but like you can watch it on on streaming now okay like i forgot that it existed for a while unless you know the award show buzz and all this stuff happened and i see a couple of commercials because unfortunately it's my demographic you know so i keep getting ads for it i wonder like you're right there haven't been a i mean i there have i'm sure there are a ton of netflix movies like the teen rom-coms that have come through there and i'm sure they've been pretty good but like yeah and and everybody thinks the movies of their generation are the best but like i mean our teen rom-coms were just awesome 
just, I mean, I guess the generation ahead of us, because John Hughes, even as much as we love John Hughes, that still was ahead of us. Um, you know, like we, we were more the clueless 10 things I hate about you. You know, she's all that, which were just fan. I don't feel like there's anything of that quality anymore. Um, I'm curious to see with this, how the, how the reboot of, uh, or not a reboot, the musical version of Mean Girls does. I know that comes out um, soon. because out. the, the it? No, it hasn't come out yet because the premiere was just uh, last night or the night before. Because it was a big deal. Lohan shows, showed up to the premiere, which was a really big deal. Hmm. Um, I think it comes uh, out on Friday. But I'm curious how it does because it, it um, you know, because I don't know how how much people, the, kid, the younger people now remember the 04. I mean, that came out in 2004. That's a long time ago. Two, 20 years ago. Like, that's, you know. Well, it's we, a musical, right? It's like a, it's like a movie based on the musical. So it's it's technically yeah. a musical, right? It, yeah. No, it is a musical, but they've been marketing it so weird. Like, go go watch the trailer. There's no music. They don't, you don't know it's a musical. They're not marketing it, even though it is a musical. I know, I'm not really sure well, why. They, they did the same thing with Wonka. That's true. Exactly. That's true. Because um, I don't know, maybe, dude, maybe these studios have a fear that if people see musical, they just won't go. I don't really know. Um, it's strange. But like I yeah I don't I don't know any of the music as much as I love musical theater I've really fallen off that too where I don't know like some of the newer things and the Mean Girls musical isn't that new it's it's been around for a while but I couldn't tell you anything from it I'm sure the music's great but I don't I still don't have that much interest in seeing this new one but it might you know I don't know I know I like I, I like that a lot of the actor you know like Tina Fey and Tim Meadows and a lot of the original actors are just playing the same characters again. Uh, and maybe maybe some of the the OG people will have cameos. I don't know. Like I have no idea. But I just I don't have much interest in seeing it. I hope it does well because a lot of movies just don't tend to do very well these days. Uh, Wonka Wonka has brought in about 165 worldwide. Did right it? Now. Yeah. Oh, well, good for okay. How about, domest- for- how about domestically? Uh, domestically, let's see. Like 60. Uh, domestically. Oh wait, no, it's brought in more. Sorry, excuse me. Domestically, that was 165. Worldwide, oh, okay, it's at 468 that's, million. That's pretty good. I wonder what it costs. Total, that, total. That, that looks looks like a pricey movie uh, uh, to make. Yeah, uh, I would say. So. I saw the. I saw that. Maybe this number's wrong, but I saw the budget of Maestro and I was blown away. The budget of Maestro was 80 million dollars. That seems high for that. You know, you think the of actors. that more as like an in the actors, and I'm sure the marketing and all that. But eighty, there was a time when an eighty million dollar budget was was really high for a movie. Granted, that time was a long time ago. But but that is it Netflix. No, uh, yeah, it is Netflix, it's, and I know they spend money. Um, they just throw money at people. Yeah, they don't care. They don't. But I'm just saying, just looking at the, and I've only seen the trailer and clips of it. I, I just, it doesn't look like a movie that costs that much. It seems more like well, an I mean, movie. they had to make his nose, so that must it's have true. cost a lot. The, the nose budget must have been off the charts. You're well, it's also the costume, the costumes, and also they had a ton of really famous people in it, so they probably that's had to true. pay a lot of the actors. That's true. Um, no, that's true. Um, but yeah. I, did um. I mean, it seemed like Opp- you you saw Oppenheimer, right? No, I haven't. You haven't? Oh, well, I know you've. It, I know seeing movies is tough, um, especially yeah. a three, especially a three hour long one that you, the kids cannot go to. Um, yeah, that's the problem. Did they see Barbie? They saw Kira saw Barbie, right? Yeah, I saw Barbie with Kira. Yeah, um, I I did not see Oppenheimer, but I, I like it, it looked like that really cleaned up at the at the at the Globes. Like it won a ton. 
Deservedly so, I, I from what I hear, but I have not seen it. Uh, well, especially for Nolan. I mean, you kind of are just like, okay. Like, he doesn't really have that many misses. He does have a few, obviously. But, like, from what I gather, like, it's a very Oscar-caliber movie, you know? So, good for him. Um, I really like Past Lives. That's one of the only movies that I've seen because I saw it on a plane. Um, and, like, I was crying on a plane, which is great. Um because, you know, that's what I enjoy doing is mm-hmm. just, like, luckily I was sitting next to, like, Shanane. So, you know, like a friend at least. But, um, but yeah, it was really good. I was hoping that it would win something because I feel like the smaller indie films deserve, like, more recognition. But, you know. Same. I keep, I keep getting that one confused with Poor Things just because the names are very similar. Um, the, the Emma Stone one. Um, yeah, very different. The, no, the movies could not be more different. But pa- past lives, uh, poor things. The names are very similar. Um, it was cool that Ali, that uh, the beef did so well. Like Ali Wong and um, um, didn't the guy from Beef also win? I think um, I can't. Yeah, Stephen Young. Stephen Young, and I think it won for best um, like limited series or whatever the heck it was called. It was like not. It was the yeah, Globes has those weird weird categories but that was cool she well, i mean genu- emmys have the same category like yeah, they have they, a limited series that's true that's true but uh ali seemed genuinely shocked that she won and so that was that's always i think cool. she was yeah i mean like i feel like um because she's like a comedian you know like you don't really give like a lot of I mean, I'm not speaking for her by any means or just comedians in general, but I feel like they always give it awards to like the more serious actresses or actors, you know? So when a comedian wins, it's kind of like a big deal, at least in my opinion, because she played such a serious role. It's a, it's, it's funny, but like, it's a, it's a, it's a drama. Like I haven't yeah. seen it, but like, oh, it's good. from what I get, it's really good. Yeah. Based on the show. I mean, yeah, I've been, the problem is, is that Josh wants to see it. And so whenever there's a show that we both want to see, it just takes us forever to, to end up starting it and watching it. Mm. Like we're so behind on a ton of shows right now because of that, because we just don't have time like to just sit down together and watch something. Um, but I watch a lot of like show, like other shows that Josh doesn't want to watch on my own. So I've been doing that recently that. myself. I'm, yeah. I'm watching Reacher, uh, Monarch are the two shows I'm watching by myself. Which one's Monarch? Monarch is an Apple Plus show. It's uh, based around Godzilla. Oh yeah, I've seen I've it, seen bits and pieces with of that Kurt show. Russell and his son playing the young Kurt Russell, which you know is quite. He fitting. looks like it looks like him. That's that's good. That's good casting. Oh, why, is that why they keep going around the like talk shows? Exactly. I haven't been well, paying attention because I I did a three month the three month Apple TV thing because uh, Peanuts is on um, the Christmas stuff. So I was yep. like, okay, I'll, you know, I'll get this and do what? And I was like, I was just like, what is Monarch? And I just started watching it. I'm like, oh, okay. And then it got me to watch. I also got like the notification by Netflix that all the Godzilla movies that are on Netflix were ending on the 31st. So I just binge watched. It got me to binge watch every single Godzilla movie. So like, like you're did you watch like, the new one? Yes, I did. Oh, uh, no, got uh, minus one. I have not seen that one. Uh, I do want to see it now. I'll say that much. When, when you say all the Godzillas, like all the way back to like no, the Japanese the, ones, the modern, or just the, the modern is the like is that shitty '90s one with Matthew? No, Broderick? that does not account okay. for this. So this okay. is like the the one with Brian Cranston, is the and Millie Bobby Brown. I think yeah. she was in the uh, not the the original one. She was in. Godzilla, King of the Monsters, and then it was Godzilla versus King Kong. 
Oh, I was going to ask if that one was on there. Yeah, that was on there. So those are the three. I've, ne- I've never, I've never seen the King Kong versus Godzilla, but I love that 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 GIF is constantly used. The one with Ken Watanabe doing "Let Them Fight." Yeah, like any anytime Republicans fight each other online, everybody, somebody in, in, inevitably posts that GIF of Ken Watanabe saying "Let Them Fight." And I, that was from that movie, I think, if I recall. Um, um, it was well, he was in all three, so uh, yeah. you know, doesn't really. I believe it was that one, but I'm not 100. percent It was. It's been a blur of Godzilla for me for the yeah, the holidays. Like so uh, yeah, I know. um I sorry. Go ahead. No, no. I was gonna say like I speaking of Apple Plus, I've been watching Bad Sisters. Bad what Sisters. Is, uh, which one's that? Nobody like nobody knows. It's an Irish. It's an Irish show. Um, oh. but it's on Apple TV Plus, and it's with um, you know Sharon Horgan. She's a comedian. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Irish amazing um it's kind of about like it's a small it's like a kind of a murder mystery um like you find out like it's not a not a spoiler or anything like the first episode like you know um one of their sister's husband dies but then like the whole premise is that like that all this like you assume that all the sisters killed him or he was murdered in a way but we don't really know what actually happened, and so the entire season, I'm only on a, the the first like the third episode, mm-hmm. but they're already kind of like showing like every sister basically had a motive to hate him. <laughs> so, so it'll be interesting to see what happens. I mean, I hear it's really good, and I think it's greenlit for a second season. So I don't know like if they reveal who the killer is or whatever. But um, the side plot is that there's like a a local insurance agency that doesn't want to pay out the claim because he thinks that, that he was murdered as opposed to dying of natural causes. Right. So he's actually like leading the investigation, not the cops. The cops kind of just ruled it as an accident or whatever. And so like, it makes it more interesting to kind of figure out like what exactly happened. So I don't know. And, and they make him like, it's really good because they make him like such an asshole that you just like, okay, like you don't feel bad that he died. <laughs> so, so there's that. But it's it's actually really really good and it takes place in a, like a small town in Ireland. I don't know. Yeah. It's cute. It got nominated for a ton of Emmys. It's like the Emmys are this weekend because it got postponed. Okay, so the so... Emmys are this weekend. Okay. Yeah. Well, that, that yeah, that was we kind of that was the confusion. Circling back to that huge white, but no, but the Emmys that you were thinking of is the la, this past weekend was the Creative Arts Emmys, uh... which is always it's always the week ahead of the Emmys. It's where they give out a lot a lot of the more technical the non- awards. Non-televised ones. It's the non, yes, but they they give the, it's like technical awards, but it's also like get best guest star, things like that. Um, so if you saw clips of Emmy highlights from this weekend, like Nick Offerman won an Emmy for his, for uh, The Last, Last of Us. Last of Us. Yeah, or, yeah you know, things Fantastic like that. Fantastic role. Um, so, so it was, but normally the Emmys are in September. So gotcha. it was weird to see like this past weekend, see folks at the, this Creative Arts Emmys on Saturday, then the Globes on Sunday. That was very weird. Um, like I don't know why they wanted to do the Globe so early. I mean, I think because of football and stuff. But like, it's early, isn't it? Usually, like no, mid. It's no, it's, the, the Globes. Globes are usually the first Sunday uh, after New Year's. Um, okay. It just seems early for me. I don't know. Because they, it was, well, like I, I know that it's in January, and then like the Oscars don't even get nominated until later. But for whatever reason, maybe it's because of the way the days fell. It just felt really early. It was the schedule always in the in the the olden days. The schedule was always uh, 
the first Sunday after New Year's was the Globes. Then two weeks later was the SAGs. Two weeks later was the Grammys. Two weeks after that was the Oscars. They were they were within an eight week period. Now they're all the hell. They're all over the place. I think the SAGs well, are like in a month. The Grammys, the the Oscars got bumped all the way back to end of March, which is what it usually was. Because yeah, we were in high to, school and stuff, like it was it always used to in be, March. Yeah. And it used to, I don't know if a lot of people remember, it used to be on Mondays instead of Sundays, uh, yeah. which is, I don't know why they switch it, but that's also for the longest time was the reason that Woody Allen would never go to the Oscar ceremony, even though he was nominated so many times, because every Monday night he plays in his jazz band in New York City. Uh, he plays the clarinet, and I don't know if he still does, but that's why he would skip the Oscars every year is because he didn't want to miss his jazz performance. That's lame. He has a backup clarinet player. It's once a year, dude. It's fair. It's fair. Uh, so, okay. So that's... The, okay, so we pretty much covered the globes. Have you... Did, did you guys follow all this bizarre story about the Jewish... Tu the tunnel of this I, I synagogue in that. New York? Yeah. The story no. is so bizarre. Like, there's a... Um, it's the Chabad Lubavitch. It's a this whole complex in Brooklyn. It's where it's this huge Hasidic Jewish like synagogue, and 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 it's this sect that's around the world. But they discovered that there are these hidden tunnels underneath the synagogue that lead all over, like under Brooklyn, essentially. Um, some of the tunnels uh, creepily lead into um, this women's bath area that's part of the synagogue, but the. Um, the leaders of the synagogue found it and decided to call the police and fill in the, the tunnels with cement. And the people that dug the tunnels were so pissed about it, they rioted and started destroying the synagogue. The whole story is just bizarre. Like nobody Who dug knew the, the tunnels. That's my question. The, the, the like students of the like the yeshiva, students of the at the synagogue, <laughs> and nobody really knows why. Um, but the way they discovered the tunnels is because people living in Brooklyn could hear stuff going on underground below their apartment. And they were like, what is going on? Why do we hear people below us? And then they discovered the tunnels. It's just this bizarre, bizarre story. Uh, Wait, did they just dig them up recently? That's my No, question. no, evidently the tunnels have been there for a long time. And and they they're in such they were in such use that like there were mattresses down there, there were there were clothes hanging. It was like people lived in these tunnels. Uh, people keep making the jokes that it's like Ninja Turtles, essentially. Uh, yeah, yeah. But it's it's bizarre, and the guy, the students that that didn't want their tunnel destroyed, started like rioting inside the synagogue and destroying things. The NYPD got involved, and they weren't really sure what to do because the story was so insane. Like that, they were the the police got called in to fill tunnels full of cement, tunnels that nobody knew were there. Um, yeah. So anyway, that was the bulk of the story. I just thought it was bizarre. Weird times. Yeah, you know, what can you do? I don't, I mean, I thought it was more of like a, like a useful thing in case of like, I don't know. Emergency. Hurricane, you know, basic things that you would think of. You know that there's like a tunnel where I used to live, you know, I used to live near Century City, right, Nate? Like for like mm -hmm. a year. Um, there's a tunnel underneath Olympic on one of those streets, I want to say maybe Overland-ish area, like there's like a there's like stairs that go downstairs, and there's a legit just tunnel that it's a walkway for you to go underneath Olympic and you come back out the other side of the street. Super random. I imagine a lot of homeless people squat there, you know, because yeah. when I was there, you know, it smelled like urine, you know, typical. Um, 
but it's just there and it exists and I don't know why. I remember um, the Portland when I don't know if they still exist, but the city of Portland had a huge tunnel system below the city because of the drug trafficking in like the early days of the city. Right. Like the drug, the drug lords, um, uh, Chinatown in LA, Chinatown has a crazy mm -hmm. underground tunnel system. Uh, yeah. That a lot of those start with the drug trade. West Hollywood does. Well, yeah, too. I was thinking about prohibition and stuff yeah, exactly. too for yeah. like Brook the Brooklyn, uh, like your story, like prohibition was a big deal, especially yeah. like you know in drugs. So like, I'm not surprised that those exist, but like it just seems random because it's literally just one part of Olympic and it just goes from one side of the street to the other. So a part of me is like maybe they didn't have a stoplight at one point and people wanted to go. Uh, like across Olympic and they, there's too many cars. I really don't know, but it's there. And I'm sure there's a lot more in LA that we don't know about. And I mean, I guess it's been so long now that it doesn't matter, but like there's tunnels underneath UCLA that I've been to, which is super illegal. Cause apparently if you get caught, you, you get like expelled. That's um, so funny. I was going to ask about that, Sam. Cause I, I, I remember the UCLA tunnels, but I couldn't remember if it was like one of the lies that you tell on the orientation. Uh, it it kind of is, but kind of isn't. <laughs> like, it Hugh, exists. Hugh, part of the UCLA orientation was, uh, you know, orientation weekend. Part of it was like the the orientation uh, counselors. I just, I don't know what you were called exactly. Yeah. But like sure. you you take the the new students on on a, a tour of the campus, and you you they would tell us these these facts about all the buildings, and it turned out they were all lies. Like mm. none of it. Well, was the whole true. premise was like I'm going to tell you facts about the the school. One of them is a lie and you have to figure out which one it is just to kind of keep them like, you know, paying attention on the tour. It's a really long tour. The campus is huge. And so the whole premise is that there's one lie. And so at the end we ask like, which, which one do you think is a lie? And then people will tell us their answers. And then we're just like, actually, actually all of them are lies. Yeah. Well, the, the ones <laughs> I remember if, and I don't know if it was, you know, kind of like I associate with like the jungle cruise at, at Disneyland where they keep yeah. doing the same jokes over and over again. So I don't know if all the, if you guys had like a script, where all the lies were the kind same. Of, yeah. Because with a few I remember was, I think one was the Jim Morrison locker. Mm -hmm. Was that one? And then I remember one was that building on North Campus that they said they lifted and turned. Uh, Bunch, I forget. Yeah. What, yeah. yeah I, I don't, yeah. I, I don't remember. I, I did, but I very much remember at the end being like, yeah, those were all lies. Um, yeah. Which was, that was fun. But that, when you mentioned the tunnels, I was like, didn't UCLA have a tunnel system? But I didn't know well, if that they was did. Well, they did. They used it. They used it whenever there's like really important people, like presidents and like people on campus that would speak. They would use that to, to kind of get them. There's like a more developed tunnel system that is actually like decent. Like the part that I went to included like the parts that they don't use where it was like underground there's like graffiti in there and like there was just like random stuff there that people you can tell people have been there and hung out and did whatever like I, I imagine some people might have skateboarded that down there at some point you know like it's just like not as um I don't know clean or developed as the rest the rest of the, the underground campus because I mean from what I hear like whenever like President Clinton or Al Gore or like people that are really important which happens a lot actually like will come to campus and speak or like the dalai lama like they would take them underneath those tunnels for just yeah. for extra privacy and to get them you know where they need to be um but i don't know if they use them anymore honestly i know the i mean not surprisingly in dc there's a whole tunnel system under the white house under the capitol of course under, you know leading because you know in case of emergency you know like well, i watch scandal 
There's, oh, of course, of course. You know, an insur- I think they mentioned, I think West Wing addressed them too, those tunnels. You know, in case there's an insurrection of some kind, which we're due for another one, I feel like, uh, soon. This year, probably. I feel like this year is not going to be great. Uh, you know. So- I'm not looking forward to the election this year. No, like, I'm, not- I'm more looking forward to, like, the Olympics because that's the only, like, positive is that, thing. Is that this year? The Olympics? So every, every four years is yeah. leap year, the Olympics. Yeah. And the election, same year. Well, we got the, the the Tokyo Olympics got thrown off a little bit because of the, the pandemic. So oh, weren't those right, right, those right. were in twenty one. Yeah, but but, but I'm talking yeah. about summer Olympics. Oh not, yeah, yeah, not, yeah. Not winter. Yeah, uh, it never occurred to me that they were always the leap year. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Well, um, it used to be there on the same year, and then they had to shift it to they pushed the Winter Olympics two years. They, yeah, earlier. they st- yeah no. If you go back back in the eighties, the winter Kerrigan. winter winter summer were the same year. But then they started staggering them. Yeah. I don't know when. I don't. I can't recall what year they it was started. Nancy Car- it was the little hammer. Her, I think whatever, hers was the little. The Torino. What? When yeah, was I think, the, I th- the, I think the Tanya Harding, Harding and, and Nancy Kerrigan situation happened? It was. I'm pretty sure that was Little Hammer. Okay, in so when that one happened, they did two years. That's why Nancy Kerrigan competed again in the following in, Olympics. In Tur- yeah, Turin was the one after Little yeah, Hammer. Still got. Silver. I just like. I just like saying Little Hammer. It's a fun name. Um, wow. Okay. So yeah, that, that feels like the Olympics really came, came on fast. It, it just, I love the Olympics. I do too. I, I still watch them. I, it's not I don't... I'm biased because of where I work, but yeah. <laughs> fair, fair. Um, I, oh, that was another thing. Oh, so get it. Uh, when you Sam, when you talk about the, the award show schedule is every four years we would get thrown off because the Oscars would have to get a month later because of the Olympics. Like the Olympics right. would be square in that award season. So the, every four years, the, the Oscars would be so late. Um, but yeah, I totally, totally forget about that. They're in Paris this year. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Summer? Yeah, exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah summer. It's exciting. I don't think and Paris then the, is well, for that. US is the next one, right? At the yep. 2020. LA. LA, 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 yeah. Specifically. But in two years, actually, we're going to get World Cup. And, like, yeah. you know, they're spreading it out between, like, North America. So L.A. is one of the cities. I don't know if St. Louis is because you guys have a stadium big Can- enough. Kansas City. Oh, Kansas, Kansas City. Oh, City. Close. Yeah. But, which is bizarre because St. Louis is more known for soccer, but I don't think we had the proper facility for you it. Don't. No, they need, like, big stadiums. Yeah. yeah, they need. So oh, they're big, going to the big, cities. Open, oh, you know the the, the, only, the the dome the dome where the Rams played is still exists, but it's a shithole. Uh, but they're gonna play in Kansas City. They're gonna play at Arrowhead, which is oh yeah, that cool. makes sense. Yeah. So, so I might maybe I'll make try to make my way over there if there's a game worth watching. You should. I mean, it's it's kind of cool because it's in Canada, Mexico, and America, so it's it's fun. Have like you, I don't know. Have you guys? Um, I, I've been following the this whole thing. The. Um, the issues that have happened from the U.S. like design of the World Cup, um, just marketing, yeah. like what no. they initially had, which was like, uh, it's just very bland, I would say, in a, a, a very kind way. Um, like it's designed for what the logo, or designed for like what they're doing. Uh, what they're doing, it's 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 an ugly design. It's like. Uh, where where is the um the final going to be the final the championship they game? They don't know. Um, they don't know what. To... It's is a lot it... of coordinating flights and stuff. Like how like yeah. when you do it across an entire continent like that. Like how how does that happen once they get eliminated? You're flying people out. Yeah, well, yeah, because I mean, I mean, the 
when it was in, um, I mean, Qatar, Qatar, this last time, that's such a small country that like you could, it was an easy flight or drive between the venues. Brazil was a little bit farther because the country's so big. Um, but the LA, U.S. is going to be a whole different thing because, like you said, it's three different countries. They're having games on the East Coast, the West Coast. Like nothing's going to be close. I imagine I'm trying to think what facility they would pick for the championship game because, like, what is the what is so the far. biggest? It could be SoFi. Actually, that would make total sense if it was SoFi. Um, or um, or Allegiant. In Vegas, it depends uh, on it depends on on, on well because the thing with the thing with Allegiant is that it's a dome. Yeah. And it's newer. It's nice. And so if it's super hot, if it's in the middle of summer, it, it might be appealing to any to go to any dome, actually. The surface matters, though, because they have to play on grass. Oh, yeah. Um, so the dome in um, in uh, where the Car uh, Arizona Cardinals play, it's a dome that has real grass. Like, they wheel the grass outside after each game, and then they only wheel it inside for the game. So I guess that is an indoor game that could happen if it's too hot. But SoFi totally makes sense. I, if they haven't announced yet, uh, that they are, they're not sense. doing SoFi. That I do know. Kroenke uh, is oh. unwilling to change the stadium due to FIFA's request. So it has been <sighs> taken off the shelf of uh, finals uh, possibility. What, do, do, have you seen? Like, do you Rose have Ball? in front of you? Do you have? You Rose know Ball what the other options are? A factor. It's, uh, I think it's too it would old be probably if it's going to be in California, it'd be Levi Stadium, I believe. Uh, oh, okay. Would make, well, LA was one of the cities. So it was. Is it, just it was. Ruled it, out? Got, it got ruled out early, earlier than he expected. Um, purely because Kroenke said, "Go f yourself" to uh, FIFA. Of course. Of course. I, also, I don't think SoFi's natural grass either. It is. So that is it. They, they would. Okay. He. They could do it. They can do it. They're going to do it because it's wasn't the, too much money. What the champion wasn't the championship game in the the ninety four was the last time the men's World Cup was in the U S and I think that championship game was the Rose Bowl if I remember it was yes. uh, but the Rose Bowl was a little bit nicer well not that much nicer back then no it was exactly um, the same just yeah <laughs> probably not yeah. as nice uh, I just it would also make sense if they use like MetLife in New York that would make sense the, for uh, for a final. It depends on the timing because it might be really hot. Yeah, it's gonna. It it's, it's it's generally hot, in, yeah. it's generally in June, right? June yeah. or July. Yeah. So I think it's. I feel like it's June. Um, it, I, we got two years to figure this one out, but uh, all the all the grass, all the fields have to be grass. So yeah. anything that is turf or field turf will be changed. This is why the NFL, like in the players' associations, having a field day with this because they're like, oh, you're willing to change it to grass for these people, but not us. Yeah. So why can't oh, yeah. they just change it to grass for everybody? I don't understand. It's, it's grass. Well, it's not. That, that's why cheaper. the MetLife Met Met is especially bad. Is their turf is famously bad? Like players all the season. Oh, like Aaron Rodgers. Aaron yeah. Rodgers tore his Achilles on it. Like that. That field is is notorious for. Why people can't hurt. they just change it to? They have so much money. Nobody's they want nobody's more quite money. sure. Nobody's they, quite sure. They, no, it's literally. It's they want more money. They want. They don't want to spend money. Like especially a lot of owners. They don't care, you know. They they rather pocket more than actually and lose take care lose of, players, yeah, and then therefore loses an entire season of football because you're stubborn. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Exactly. They're billionaires. Exactly. They're not going to listen to anyone. Come on now. But it's also just fucking grass. Yeah. Yeah. Soldier Field in Chicago would be a good good place. For They're going to play the there. Final. I think that'd so. Because that's natural grass. It's a big stadium. That, I really be... hope it's going to be in Mexico, honestly. Sorry. I, I know that no. yeah, yeah, US, but I hope the final's in Mexico somewhere. 
Mexico well, I City, assume I assume they're using the the as the state yeah, stadio estadio Azteca yeah. in Mexico City. I'm sure they're using that one. Of course, they though are. that one's that one's rough for playing, especially a World Cup final because of that altitude. It like players get so sick because that city's like two miles above, at, you know, above sea level. Yep. Yeah. You know, they've done it before. They played in Mexico City before for a final. That's you yeah. know nothing new. So, yeah. well, we'll see what we'll, happens. That'll be, we'll, we'll, be interesting. We'll We'll circle back to this in two years. No, you don't need. And on, on that fine note, everyone, we're going to get out of here. So always a pleasure, guys. Totally. Uh, yep. I've done the mistake of double recording something. <laughs> what do you mean double recording? Um, I, I, I threw up the template, and I didn't realize that I'd saved in the previous episode on an episode. So, so uh, I just had to go delete the other episode and drag everything over. It doesn't take very long at all. It's just kind of like... Sounds like a new problem. Definitely. Love you guys. I'm gonna go. Uh, thanks for doing all the stuff. Yeah, no worries. That's what, I'm that's glad what, that I checked my email because I um I had just gotten to work right. actually, like when I when I got on and I was like, oh, okay. Give you a little reason not to go into work. Well it's not that. Like I usually like like take time to like like literally five minutes to put on makeup so I don't look like dead. Mm. Um, and I'm just like, oh, I can call in and put on my makeup and talk to them. 